As the marketing director here at Master's Choice, I think it's important for people interacting with our brand to understand who we are. We want you to get to know us, because we like us, and we think if you're listening along, you will too. You won't find any super valuable ad content on these episodes, so if that's what you're looking for, come back on Monday. Nah, these episodes are about us and who we are as people, so if you're into that, sit back and enjoy telling our stories on the MC Podcast with Andrew Crabtree. podcast audience and welcome back to another episode of telling our stories i am andrew crabtree your host for this segment um come back next week for mark kirk's segment of the mc podcast which is more ag focused but today we are talking to employees about the stories that they uh, they have working here at master's choice and trying to trying to get you um get you to meet and get acclimated to some of the employees here and today you have the privilege the absolute honor and joy of meeting through the audio airwaves, Jonah Paul Atkins. How's it going? <laughs> Jonah, thanks for being here on Telling Our Stories. Um, you've been on the podcast before. You were, we, we did a Christmas episode together with Mark that was kind of fun, tr- Christmas traditions and things like that. Yeah, I was on that one. So just real quick, you know, how long, how long have you been at Master's Choice? Uh, I guess you two tenures, <clears throat> but... Two tenures. Uh, I was here for two years... Two years ago, yeah, and then I've been here since like September. Yeah, um, you were. Why don't you just tell everybody at home uh, what what you do around here? What kind of your job responsibilities look like? Uh, I do video and stuff with the marketing team. So, video stuff, video editing. and stuff, shooting videos, editing. I helped Aaron a little bit on the hybrid guides. I try to try to help Aaron anytime he needs help, and there's something that's not too complicated, you know, for me. So, uh, out of everybody that works here. Aside from my family and Aaron, I've probably known you the longest. Yes. We knew each other before before Master's Choice. We know, So one of the things I've known about you since pre-Master's Choice days is you like you like movies. Yes. You like making movies. Even before even before I think you knew how to make movies, you wanted to make make film an indi- indi- like an independent movie. And I've still not done that, but <laughs> we list. talk about it a lot. So if you're a movie guy, so like let's just let's just have movies because I'm a movie guy like what are like just start listening like the canon of Jonah films so um I guess when I like I'm I'm not like the typical movie guy that's got like Citizen Kane and all these real artsy films on top of his list uh I like cheap entertainment so like I want to be entertained when I watch a movie yeah like most of the time and and now that I've got kids like I used to watch just handfuls of like just movies a week. Yeah. Uh, and now that I've got kids, I'm limited on my my movie watching time, but I'll watch like Hot Fuzz. This <laughs> a you know, dumb comedies yeah. generally when it's about bedtime. Um Anchorman's always going to be a favorite. Me and my kids have been enjoying Nacho Libre or Nacho <laughs> Man as they call it. Nacho Man. Um but that that's generally the kind of movies I'm watching now. It's it's kind of funny to me because when I was younger, I uh in this, in like, I think we have a lot of the same taste in music too, so we can we can draw, draw off into that. But I was always gonna, I was never, I always thought it was weird that guys like lived in the past, like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And it was like twenty years old, or like, what's your favorite band? Like Springsteen, you know, like, yeah. I always made fun of that guy, and now I feel like I am that guy. So I'm like, music these days, it's still good. It's all the same. Yeah, they don't even play instruments. <laughs> they don't even play guitar anymore. It's all so like so like I feel like music and movies like I I've really kind of stayed in the 90s I think. Yeah, me too. The early 2000s maybe. 
Um, and honestly, I probably watch more 80s movies than, than I do anything that's super current. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I, I went on a, a bender like that, too. Spies Like Us Yeah, with uh, Chevy Chase yep. and Dan Aykroyd was one I really uh-huh. liked. I went and bought that because I watch it all the time. So Amazon Prime right now has a lot of really good 80s movies that are like classic, yeah. like Can of Cannon. Like, so like all three Indiana Jones movies are in Amazon right now. We were just talking earlier about Over the Top. It's on there. I watched Teen Wolf on Amazon the other nice. night, and that was the first time I'd seen Teen Wolf in probably 20 years. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Hulu has Rain Man. I watched Rain Man for the first time in a while the other day. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I do When we're doing Hulu, we do a lot of Seinfeld. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely one of those guys. Which I guess technically that probably started in the 80s too. Most of the shows that I watch are canceled and have <laughs> been for a good five or six years. I guess I'm kind of old school like that too. I'm, I'm that guy as I am with music, like mu- music and TV. I'm like, you know, they cancel all the good the good TV shows, and it's like I don't yeah. I don't watch a whole lot of anything that's airing now. American Ninja Warrior, I watch American Ninja Warrior. We watched The New Girl, but it might be canceled too. I think it is. We watched Gotham. I think that's the only current show it's we watch. Watching then yeah. Manhunt on uh, Netflix. I haven't seen that one. <clears throat> it's not bad. It's about the Unabomber again. You know, <laughs> 10, 15 years old. Can't even think of new <laughs> stories for our new shows. Even, even our new shows are based on old stories. Stranger Things, which is set in the like eighties <laughs> and nineties. I do watch Stranger Things. Yeah. that's one of my favorites. So yeah, I. I really like movies. There's something about, I don't know, I'm a visual person. And so capturing capturing visuals and telling a story in two hours and kind of moving the plot through, like, I think it's good. Yeah, I like that. All right, so did you, okay, so did your, did your love of movies influence your career path into making movies? I think so. Um, honestly, it was a movie that influenced what career path I pursued. Um, and I'm not terribly ashamed of this but watching uh, how to lose a guy in 10 days <laughs> matthew mcconaughey's job was like he was the pitchy ad guy yeah. and i'm like that's what i want to do <laughs> like that just seems like a cool job so I went i've often marketing. thought your personality was similar to a young mcconaughey mcconaughey <laughs> all right all right all, all right. right that's awesome so that's where we went um so you you started back here for the second time in september you work part-time at a film production company yep so you're making movies here Yes, and then you're going there and making movies. Yes, for so, lack of a better hope, term. I'm hoping you. I'm hoping you love, love love making movies. Yeah, it's fun. I like to like film is a fun thing, and uh, it gives me a variety of of different types of things to to film, different stories to tell. You know? Now you just need to start your own YouTube channel, and then you'll be like the trifecta. Your your hobby, your two jobs will both be in film. Yeah, <laughs> my wife would love that. Yeah, she would. <laughs> So speaking of your wife, you've got, you just had your fourth kid? Yes, we just had our fourth kid uh, three weeks ago, wow. basically. That's yeah. awesome. So we got three boys and a little girl now. How, I mean, what was the, uh, what was the anticipation like as you waited for that uh, ultrasound result to, to find out if you were having your fourth boy or your first girl? Uh, for me, I was just more worried about my wife because she's, well over or you know outnumbered now at the house so i was just like and your boys are all boy too like they're rough and tumble yeah my kids are crazy and so i was just kind of praying like god please give her a girl for me i was happy either way like a boy probably would have been easier you know but i was just kind of like willing to take the sacrifice and have the daughter so that she can have a little bit less stress willing to buy those barbies and those that pink the pink clothes and shoes and all that yeah oh my gosh this girl has more clothes now than our three boys combined i think (laughs) I mean, you probably didn't pay for, for didn't any of them. Didn't pay a dime for them. Yeah, that's just hand-me-downs. That's awesome. So out of all the things that you do, specifically at Master's Choice, what do you what do you have the most fun with? 
Uh, I like the daily vlogs, uh, the collaboration with the team. Um, when we do the dailies, it's just fun because you, you do get to focus and tell more of a story, and I don't have to generally work with Vosberg on those. <laughs> you see a lot of Vosberg when you're in the studio. I see a lot of Vosberg here. A lot of Mark. A lot of Mark, yeah. yeah. So mm. that's a perfect time to plug YouTube.com slash Master's Choice. If you're listening and you just love what you're hearing out of telling our stories, head over to YouTube and you'll love that even more. Right. Because you get to see our pretty faces. Yeah, and, and Vosberg's half beard. <laughs> yeah, well, not all of us are gifted in that area. Scott Harris, not mentioning any names. Uh, so, okay, you've been here. Uh, you know, we talked, you worked here before. You took a little break, came back. Out of all that time, do you have any stories about any of the staff or any trips you've been on that stand out as as funnier or more entertaining than others? So I, I feel like my first tenure here, we did a lot more pranks, you know, and there was some really good pranks at the time. I remember um, Mark was waiting on an issue of a magazine. Mark was in the marketing department at the time, and we did our first, like, big ad for, was it Hordes or Progressive? It was Hordes Derman, and, and the picture had his, it had his it daughter. had his in daughter it. in it, and so he had, like, them send, like, 12 or 20 issues directly <laughs> to him. And so um, we, we did a scavenger hunt, and then it snowed like 46 inches that <laughs> night it was ridiculous like overnight too like one day was fine and the next day was like everything outside was just covered in white snow yeah and so mark in order to find the magazine had to go on the scavenger hunt um which long story short resulted in a in an, in an interesting christmas card that we sent around <laughs> throughout the office yeah so what's fun is that you set up the scavenger hunt pre-snow yeah. and it involved him going out onto the dock overlooking the pond yep so so one one picture led to another picture led to another picture and he ended up out on the dock of the pond scraping snow off of the dock with his hand finding a picture that sent him back inside yeah. and we got a pretty solid picture of him making some uh, non-verbal language to the uh, to the everybody watching him out the window of yeah, the office. Yeah, just letting us all know that that he was number 1. <laughs> he was not yeah. <laughs> So. Not so happy with that. That, that was a fun story. Yeah. And uh, I, th I think we still have that picture of Mark to this day. I think we do. Yeah. Um, so it was good. We we do less pranks now since the Department of State got involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When when Mark's, uh, when Mark's passport went, quote unquote, missing and may have been theoretically blackmailed by some of his coworkers anonymously... And the U.S. Department of State was called in. That that was kind of the end of some of the office office pranks. Who was behind that one? Well, Kevin was pulling Scott's strings. Ah, yeah. So technically, Scott puppet master. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you around when when Ryan Carter got his iPhone? I was. That was right before I got okay. here. That was another. That good was one. a that was a good story though. We man, we used to play great pranks. Yeah. I remember one time Alex was gone and I took double-sided tape and just taped literally everything <laughs> down on his desk from even Post-it notes. And that doesn't sound that funny, but Post-it notes funny. like with double-sided tape all around the edges are pretty hard to get up. Yeah. So that was a fun one for me. Um, yeah, we we had a lot of fun with pranks, but I think it just takes you go you go too far one time and the the State Department gets called. The State and, Department gets called, and all, all bets are off at that point. So. Um, I always like to ask this question, and I think it applies to you as well. Um, a lot of people that work at Master's Choice did not start in the job that they're in. Right. So it's almost a game to ask people where they started and where they're at now. Yeah. 
So what was your first job at Master Street? You didn't start in the marketing department, I don't think. I was essentially a secretary. Yeah. I was like, uh, I would answer the phones. I would do uh, promotional orders. Um, I dabbled in accounting. Yeah. And then uh, at one point, the um, Lynn and Paula came up to me, and I think Andrew might have been there, and they said, Jonah, we've got two positions we, w- we would like to hire, one's in marketing and one's accounting. Um, you've showed proficiency in both. Which would you rather have? And I, I believe my response was, if I had to sit there and do spreadsheets every day, I'd probably shoot myself. So, <laughs> so he worked in marketing. Jumped into marketing with Andrew and Mark. It was, uh, yeah. I, your job before Master's Choice was at a bank, correct? Yeah. So I think that's where some of that accounting duties came in, and yeah. I, I found you more suited to the marketing department. So where do you think, uh, so we talked about where you kind of started here, but where do you think your position is, is headed in the next year to two? I don't know. I'll probably focus on video production and stuff like that, hopefully get to, to film a little bit more. I mean, with me having two jobs, my schedule's pretty hectic. Yeah. Uh, so that do doing more video it's going to be you know it'll involve more organization on my part knowing people are going to be here on this day and that day right. and when half of our staff travels 17 weeks out of the year especially this time of year when plots are wrapping up and field days and selling season is starting like i feel like i haven't seen anyone outside of like the marketing department and my parents in accounting for like six weeks yeah i feel the same so all right who is your favorite MC employee to travel with, and why? You've been around with most of uh, us now. You know, honestly, Kevin seems to be the best at finding, like, the most unique and best yeah. places to eat. So I would have to give a hands up to, to Kevin on that one. Kevin has some kind of, like, a uh, like an ice cream radar. Like, you'll be and driving down the road, and he'll perk beef. up. He'll, he'll be, like, asleep. <laughs> and, like, he'll perk up and be like, there's ice cream at the next exit. And you get off, and it's, like, the best ice cream you've ever had. Yeah. And then, like you said, beef, too. I mean, like, he, he knows where the best steaks are, I think, in every state in the union. And burgers. And he's always like, you know, I don't know if he still does this, but I remember working trade shows with him where about halfway through the day, he's just scrolling through trying to find the best place <laughs> to eat dinner that night. And I'm yep. like, yes. Yeah, and he's been traveling enough now, long enough now that he, he knows he off knows the top of his head. Are. Yeah. All right, so if you, if you like traveling with Kevin and Kevin's hooked you up with good food, what's the best meal you think you've had on a company trip? We went to, uh, is it Jeff Ruby's or Jay Ruby's or whatever in Louisville? Big steak place. Oh, my gosh. It was like, I'm a burger steak guy, and generally, honestly, I would probably give the edge to burger over steak. So Hammerhead's in Louisville, but then that, uh, I think it's Jay Ruby's or Jeff Ruby's in Louisville. It's been three years, four years maybe. That was one of the best steaks I'd ever had, and the... Cherry on top was the fact that Shay Coon, Kevin's wife, didn't finish hers, so I got a, a half a fillet wow. to go with my steak. That's making me hungry. Oh. So I, so one of our stories that predates Master's Choice was helping uh, helping your friends move their cabin. Yeah, and getting getting oh, the yeah. cabins. The uh, so what was it? It was a cast iron. Wasn't even really a skillet. It was like a. It was a cast a, iron skillet, but they built over a, an open flame. Yeah, and it was a burger cooked for like forty minutes, which sounds weird to a lot of people, I'm sure. But it's slow cook it, and the juice stays in it. That may be the best, one of the best burgers, top two that I've ever had in my life. Definitely not something I was expecting. I was just hanging out with you, and you're like, "Yeah, we're going to do this." I'm like, okay, so we're going to go help them move a cabin. I didn't have anything to do, and then the burgers came out, and they were about, I don't know, as thick as my fist. I think they were half pound, easily half pound burgers. And 
you know, lots of egg egg in it to keep it together, and a lot of uh, Worcestershire sauce. I feel like yep, and, and just one slow cooked on that cast iron. I to this day wish that I would have maintained a relationship with those people so I could have had that burger even Me one too. more time. Me too, man. That was that was <laughs> such a good burger. All right, so I don't know if you've uh, followed any of these Telling Our Stories episodes, but we are going to transition into what I've been calling the lightning round. And I think Aaron should come up with some kind of a really cool sound effect whenever I say lightning round. It's like, ka-chow, ka-chow. So Aaron, as you're editing this, why don't you come up with a really cool sound effect to place here. Gotcha. All right, Jonah, the lightning round is I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to give me the first answer that comes to your head. All right. Okay. I'm going to have to filter it a little bit, probably. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Even if it takes another half second. Yeah. All right. Favorite type of music? Screamo, still, probably. Yeah. A little post-hardcore. Yeah. Um, Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Do like I, don't do, I don't do cola. Really? Yeah, I'm a so Dr. Pepper. Soda. Okay. All right. Or, or Pib. Dr. Pepper. Uh, favorite band? Probably Emory still, just yeah. off the top of my head, quickest. No, it's, that's, I think that gets the most true answer is the first yeah. thing that comes up. It's the first band I could think of. So, Favorite sports team? Oh, honestly, and this is a slow, but Warriors right now. Yeah. I don't really have a team, never have had a team I really root for hard. Yeah. But the Warriors You're a big sports guy, but you, you kind of, yeah. Yeah, because I used to like the Cowboys, and then they all started stabbing people and whatnot back <laughs> in the 90s. And I liked Bird, but then he retired, and the Celtics sucked for a period. Yeah. So anybody playing against LeBron, I'm generally kind of going for. Until he signs with the Warriors? Until he signs with the Warriors. <laughs> uh, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, a Honda Fit. What kind, right. of, what kind of car would you drive if you had an unlimited budget? I'd probably be a Raptor or a Jeep Unlimited, but the Raptor would probably edges it out. I agree with that. Uh, favorite TV show? I see the Arrested Development or Office. Yeah, those are good. It's a pretty close tie. I think you and your brother were the ones that introduced me to Arrested Development back it's in the day. Like the first three seasons, or first two and a half seasons are gold, and that's where I think the Office edges it. It was better longer. Yeah. Or good longer. It's kind of like the LeBron versus Jordan debate. I think that I think Arrested Development peaked harder and better. Arrested Development was like a like a bright shining falling star. It was like like a shooting star. Yeah. Like it like shone bright, but it was it fizzled quickly. Yeah, and yeah, and and just longevity. You have to give longevity to the office. I feel like Arrested Development like kind of launched some careers too. Like Jason Bateman and uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. They they did things before Arrested Development, but. They definitely took on much bigger projects post Arrested yeah. Development. They're still working. Michael Cera was hot for two yeah, minutes. Yeah, he really yeah. was too. The uh, the guy that played Tobias Fugue, he's been in some stuff. David since Cross. Then. Yeah, yeah, he still gets some work. Blue Man Group. <clears throat> Jeffrey Tambor too. Like I think that like really, yeah, made him almost like a cult icon somewhat. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, favorite movie? Zoolander. I mean, probably that used to be it. That's my go-to. How can we expect the children to learn how to read if they can't even fit in the building? <laughs> is this, what is this, a school for ants? I knew what a googly was. <laughs> All right, favorite book? Frankenstein, probably. It's old school. Yeah, it's one of the only ones I've read. <laughs> <laughs> Process of elimination. Dracula was good. I, I went through a horror book phase. Yeah, that's good. Now I'm just doing Sherlock audiobooks. Okay, so Netflix, Hulu, or Prime Video? You know, we watch a lot more Netflix. You know what? I used to watch almost exclusively Netflix, but I'm I'm pretty. I've got things that I watch on all three now. Me too. But I I would say I watch more Netflix. Amazon for some reason I don't know if it's the interface, 
or what? It it just doesn't feel as something. It feels I don't know. They've got a lot of content that's come off of Netflix recently that's now on Amazon. So there's like a lot of like Psych and Chuck. Are the answer is going to be the Disney streaming service whenever <laughs> it comes out? They're going to blow everybody out of the water with everything they own. Just the, the streaming service they have now for like the Disney now, like my like my kid, like that's yeah. all she watches. It's awesome. Um. Okay, if you're going to watch a movie, do you prefer it on your couch or in the theater? I prefer the theater. I do. Yeah. Some people like just would rather watch it at home. Like I really like the experience of going to the movies. Yeah, me too. Getting the popcorn. The big blue slushy. Yeah, sitting there with other people that are also enjoying the movie. Yeah, it's the only time I get to actually focus and finish a movie yeah. too. I just I really like going to the movies, and I used to go to the movies all the time until I had kids. Me too. And then it just creeps like So I'm actually really excited because my, my oldest, Brooklyn, is starting to get to an age where she actually likes going to the movies. So granted, I've got to go see kids' movies, but I get to go to the movies. But it's a movie. Yeah. yeah. So we went and saw uh, The Incredibles 2. We did too. That was awesome. She, it was actually really, was really good. good. And, my, and Brooklyn loved it. And then we went and saw um, the Christopher Robin movie the other day. Ah, I want to see that so bad, but none of my kids are into yeah, Winnie the so, Pooh. So Brooklyn likes Winnie the Pooh, but this mo- it's, it was slower. And the adults, I think, appreciate that one way more than the kids. Yeah. So, like, I thought it was a really good movie. And Brooklyn, she sat through it, but she got pretty restless. Yeah. But it was a good movie. Um, all right, so who's the one person in, that you feel like is, has influenced you the most? One per- person in your life that you feel like has influenced you the most? I mean, it'd have to be my parents, I guess. Yeah. I've, had, I've just had a good chunk of good people around me my whole life, I feel like. That have influenced me in different ways. Yeah. So the most would have to go to them. Well, now you're off the hot seat. Boom! We need another sound effect there, Aaron. Maybe maybe we just recycle the one from earlier. <laughs> well, that concludes the questions that I have prepared for Jonah Atkins. I'm so glad that you walked across the marketing office to the podcast studio <laughs> to record the uh, record telling our stories. Uh Go back and check out some of the uh, previous episodes. We've had some good ones with with guests, all from all from inside the company. Usually, people who don't necessarily get on camera or on podcasts is often just trying to just to show people uh, who they're doing business with or you know what what our company is about. Uh, and I kind of said this earlier, but you know, if you love this so much that you just can't wait to get next MC content, head over to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Master's Choice. We got two videos coming out every week and i think as you know the guy that's largely responsible for for producing the content i think they're really good yeah i think they're pretty good man yeah so if you are looking for more ag focused mc podcasts mark kirk will be next week um so so come back for that i have been andrew crabtree he has been jonah atkins thank you so much for giving us the time of day and we will see you next monday